Each month, music critic Josh Gross and host Jeffrey Riley share a brief list of some of the live music events coming to our region. February is rich with bands from the bones of J.R. Jones to Hell's Bells and more. Here's Josh and Jeff. Josh Gross, welcome back to the Jefferson Exchange. Always glad to be back, Jeffrey. Uh, a short month, but, uh, well, actually, we get the extra day because it's a leap It's year, a long but... month as far as February's go. I, that is true. That is true. So en- enough to time to, to cram in a few musical acts, I see. Yes. Yeah, you got to get the extra day to cram in all the extra goodness. <laughs> I don't see anything on the schedule from the 29th, though. Come on, man. Well, you know, that's not my fault. I'm not the booker. I mean, like, I, last time I put out an album, personally, I made sure to schedule it for February 29th for exactly that reason. So, you know have that specialness to it. But, okay, we'll go with um, that. Someone wasn't thinking on about the calendar. They were just trying to connect A to B, I guess. All right, let me, uh, let's me let get uh, some music going here. And uh, we start with, on the 15th of February, at the Talent Club, The Bones of J.R. Jones. This one's called mm-hmm. Stay Wild. That's when we You could hear it there is Phil, but there was some there's some really yummy guitar work in there that I wish we had a chance to, to showcase a bit more. Yeah, there really, really is. Um, uh, I, I like what he's doing a lot. This is a guy who grew up in the hardcore scene of upstate New York and then just got into blues and gospel music and sort of decided to get take that real essentialist attitude um, and, you know, like focus it on like um, Americana and Delta Blues, that sort of thing. And he does some really interesting stuff. Some of the rockier elements of it, you know, like uh, sound a lot like the White Stripes, but a lot of it is really just doing like real sort of stomp clap, you know, cool slide guitars and like got a great voice, writes great songs. He's had a lot of songs in like films and movies and stuff like that. So uh, I, I, I really like what this guy's doing. I think it's a quintessentially American thing and we're sort of rich with it right now and who knows how long that'll last so i right. take advantage of seeing it when you get the option you know since you since you raised the issue uh hardcore it's one of those categories of records that it was like oh okay yeah i don't recognize those names and i go past that back when there were record stores what did it mean what does it mean hardcore in this context, i mean in the music context? hardcore has many many infinite sub varieties and it's a hard thing but it was usually like when um the it was the sort of part like originally punk rock was just uh like going back to early rock and roll, you know, just kind of like real like bubblegum pop stuff. And hardcore was when they just kind of said, we're not really going to focus on the melody. It's much more just about the idea of the intensity. And some of it had, you know, were really good songs and really good stuff, but it was about an essentialism and an intensity and a sort of like, um, like a static fervor, especially in the live performance that actually has a lot of overlap with the sort of things you would see in like real, like gospel, you know, like a sort of holy rolling thing where it's like people are just feeling the music so much. It's just they were feeling it because it was, you know, loud and intense rather than like, you know, soulful and, you know, uplifting. Mm-hmm. Um, and but a lot of really interesting people kind of come out of the hardcore because it has uh, oftentimes it's very rhythmically complex. Some of the like guitar work in it is just off the charts good. 
it's just, you know, it doesn't have, it generally doesn't fit into sort of the uh, traditional, like here's a pretty melody and then a verse and a chorus sort of pop structure that a lot of people think about. But uh, uh, like, you know, hardcore music is uh, really a very fertile ground for some of the most talented people who then go on into other things because it sort of starts them on a path and sort of saying, well, rather than just doing what everyone else is doing, let me sort of find my own way. And, uh, you know, makes them unwilling to, or unconcerned about sort of like breaking form or convention. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Thanks for that. I always appreciate the little side lessons you're always able to give when I go, what is that? So <laughs> Josh Gross, Josh Gross back with us once again for Rogue Sounds here on the Jefferson Exchange. Uh, so that was uh, the bones of J.R. Jones that started that discussion coming to the Talent Club on the 15th of February. Also on the 15th of February, what appears to be a very busy weekend, uh, Spirit Mother coming to the dip in Reading. This one is called Black Sheep. I still remain amazed at, at uh, how people can take stuff from the studio and convert it to stage. Cause that's a lot of layers to that sound. Yeah. I mean, sometimes people bring on backing tracks. Um, sometimes it's just, you know, really good sound processing equipment. And sometimes it's just, you know, you get enough speakers. It just moves enough air. People are feeling it. Um, and I think Spirit Mother is doing something really interesting kind of related to what we were talking about with J.R. Jones, um, which is that, you know, there's this sort of a, like blues is very American music, but it doesn't exist only in one form. You know, it started off as sort of like uh, Southern kind of like country music with like the acoustic and folk elements. You know, it's kind of the Delta blues and then gets up to Chicago. It becomes electric. You have the, you know, the electric blues. And one of the sort of modern movements of it is something that's kind of just generally lumped into the idea of like desert rock, which is, um, you know, like this sort of like it's a bit really got like very blues guitar influenced riffs and a lot of stuff, but it's kind of infused with like a sort of sense of like, psychedelic mysticism and uh you know like a little bit more ambience and not quite as a, a traditional like oh i got the blues it's a little more like exploring one's inner life and uh you know it was queens of the stone age really had a big hand in um making that a thing but uh these guys spirit mother they're really pulling from that desert rock vibe a lot you know which is almost like you know black sabbath were from arizona or something, <laughs> you know, or something <laughs> yeah, like okay. that. yeah yeah we did talk about some other desert rockers like a few weeks ago i think or a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's having a moment, you know, mm -hmm. and I, I think a lot of highly specific genres are having a moment, but that one's definitely having a moment, too, because, it's, you know, it can be such an entrancing live show. It could be, you know, you get so hypnotic and you get lost in it, that kind of groove. And uh, I think that really appeals to people right now, uh, where they're really looking for a, a transformative live experience or they're looking for something they can just listen to passively in the background. It's kind of like everything is always kind of the hollowing out of the middle. They always want all one or all the other. <laughs> that is Spirit Mother we're talking about coming to the dip in Reading on the 15th of February. Same weekend, different location. Local 31 in Ashland uh, will find Sunblood stories on the 17th. This is called Great Destroyer. Thank you. 
Noticing a bit of a trend in the clips this month. There's very full sounds here, and you know what you were talking about a moment ago. Some sounds you can really get lost in. Yeah, these guys are also kind of working along some desert rock themes, and they have a very full hypnotic entrancing sound. Um, this has been one of my favorite bands for about ten years. Uh, their live shows are just just so absorbing. It's, it's just like a religious experience. Uh, re- really, really good stuff. They uh, recently relocated to Portland, Oregon, um, kind of during the pandemic, and uh, just sort of started playing out with the, the kind of the band is based around uh, a pit, two people, and then they kind of fill it out with different people, and they just started filling out with a new band, and they started doing you know weekend runs down to here and there and places they can get to uh, one day out of Portland. So you know, they're going to be their first time back in Ashland since I think like 2017 or something like that, um, and. I, I can't say enough good things about this group. I just love, love, love them. It is a full, amazing, and wholly hypnotic sound that is just gorgeous to experience. Josh Gross is back with us on the Jefferson Exchange for another edition of Rogue Sounds for February. That was Sun Blood Stories coming to Local 31 in Ashland on the 17th of February. As we said, busy weekend. Also on the 17th of February, coming to the Rogue Theater in Grants Pass, Hell's Bells, and yes. the name should give Bring you an it. indication of the kind of music. Yeah. So two things here. Number one, I forgot to mention up top that Bells in Hell's Bells in this context is spelled with an E, so B-E-L-L-E-S. The other one is, that's not ACDC? No, that is not ACDC. And, like, let's start with the the obvious. Uh, ACDC is probably, pound for pound, the single greatest rock and roll band that has ever existed. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to go on record. All right. Everyone else does hyphenates, subgenres, many things, but we just go straight. Rock and roll band, ACDC. If they're not the best, they're in the top five. Uh, they're also not at peak performance <laughs> right now. Uh, you know, original members. I'm generally anti-cover band. Um, just as a general, I think it's sort of sad and pandering. With the exception of, and I think that this is really important, if you're going to do covers, you should be placing them in a new context to give it your own sort of creative spin on it. And Hell's Bells is exactly what it says. It's an all-female ACDC tribute band. And... W- one, it's an absolute joy to be able to experience the music of ACDC, but it really is hard to overstate what a transformative experience it is to see it in a, con- a context of being played, performed entirely by women. It does change the experience a lot. It changes the sort of relationship to the music a lot. And it's something that's really like magical to experience because the songs slay, and they slay in an entirely new way that you weren't uh, previously you know, savvy to. And I think that that's fantastic. I've seen them 
these, they've been around in one form or another for a while now, I, um, but I'm very excited to see them come to Grants Pass. Well, I, I could hear that there were uh, female voices on, on the thunder parts at the beginning, but once the lead vocal started, I was like, wow, that sounds so much like the lead singer of ACDC, but uh, that's amazing. That's, that's... Which is not, a, which is not a, a, an easy trick to pull no. off. He has a, a unique voice that is far more trained uh, than I think it maybe it seemed on the surface. Like his, his stuff, anyone who's ever tried to sing ACDC karaoke will quickly realize, oh, this, he's making this look easy. It's, it's pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally have. Yeah, my hat's off to somebody who can sing like that because, uh, yeah, not, not in my realm for sure. One final band to talk about, and uh, this is actually early in February on the 3rd, the Brothers Reed yeah. coming to the Criterion in Medford. This is called Black Blood. I could listen to those harmonies all day. Yes, uh, and boy, can they ever harmonize. Uh, the Brothers Reed, if you don't know them, hey, what's wrong with you? Get out there, <laughs> see, see some local music. These guys, they're celebrating their 10th uh, anniversary. Uh, they've been a long-running local duo um, that has really gotten out there in the world. They've done a lot of national touring, a lot of stuff. We've um, been in the NPR Tiny Desk running a couple of times, um, and they're celebrating their 10th anniversary performing at the Criterion. Uh, doing a bunch of their material. That's one of their earlier tunes. I just love that one so much because uh, it's just got such, such great harmonies. But they've got a ton of great songs, and they all just sound gorgeous. And the Criterion's a really nice sounding room, good space. And, uh, you know, any local group that earns the prestige of, of playing on that stage should really be celebrated for it. Ten years is not nothing. It's hard to keep a group together, especially if you're family. Yeah, especially with, the, with the, yeah, especially, yeah, right, yeah, especially with the way the world has gone in the last few years too. So, all right, that's uh, let me go backwards then. The brothers read at the Criterion on the third of February. Uh, Hell's Bells at the Rogue Theater in Grants Pass and Sun Blood Stories at Local Thirty One in Ashland on the seventeenth. Uh, Spirit Mother at the Dip in Reading and the Bones of J.R. Jones a Talent Club on the fifteenth. And that's the full list also on the web. Josh Gross with Rogue Sounds. Thanks as always. Oh, thanks as always for having me.